Welcome into Fundraise Now. My name is Alex Simon. The purpose of this show, of course, is to empower everyone to raise money for the causes they care about. My guest today is Shane O'Rourke, founder and CEO of WeLiftUp.org, a very unique nonprofit that matches donors to particular projects. Shane and WeLiftUp.org is able to use the 100% model. In other words, 100% of the contribution goes directly to the, proje- uh, to the project, which is unique. Not all nonprofits can say 100% of their donations go to particular projects. Because Shane and WeLiftUp.org has raised money through their board and corporate sponsors and major donors, they've secured all the costs of the staff. So, please help me welcoming Shane O'Rourke. So, you started this right out of, of college? Yep, yep. Oh, wow. So, yeah, pretty much. It was, it was maybe, so it was a year or two after college, actually, that I started building, but because it took, took a little bit of time to get it built. But, but yeah, it was, it was cool. We were, I was going to school and at Bethel University, which is right here in St. Paul, Minnesota, and mm-hmm. um, had just felt like I was playing basketball at the time and felt like there was something, something I could do to help, you know, and I was like, man, there's so many people in need. I'm living here in Minnesota. I have everything I need. And there's mm-hmm. kids right now that don't have access to food or an education. And that's, that was kind of a breaking point for me. Where did you get the entrepreneurial spirit? Was it a class? Yeah. Was it a, is your father, is it in your blood? Is it in your DNA or? Yeah, that's um, a great yeah. Great question. I know. So my dad owns a company. It's called the O'Rourke Agency. So he, okay. he's got a, a successful insurance company, which is awesome. And so um, I think it's in the in the family a little bit as far as starting companies. My grandpa actually started that one. Um, and I don't know. I just I loved creating things. I loved mm-hmm. being able to start stuff. It really excited me to come up with ideas and ways to to impact people. I always have a big heart. I always had a big heart for ways that we could help people. I just, I couldn't handle the fact that there's so many people in need when I wasn't. And I was like, man, I got to be able to do something. And so that was kind of the idea behind the platform. How do we maximize impact for as many people as possible? Okay. Talk, talk a little bit about um, the, the organization and the model that you've set up. It looks like yeah. um, from my perspective, kind of like a, a it seems very similar to uh, what I've seen as like crowdfunding type platforms yeah. where, yeah. and I've liked the fact that you have, you know, a hundred percent of your organizational needs met. Yeah. So yeah. when somebody donates, you know, every dollar goes to impact the actual project. So talk a little bit about the model and, and the ways that you're impacting people's lives. Totally. Yeah. Um, we're pretty excited about the model. We, we essentially, we're talking as a team. So we have a team of five on the board. We've got four um, team members, kind of leadership. And then we've got several interns that help with day-to-day stuff as well. But we started building and we thought, man, if there's such an opportunity here to be able to help people, and there's so many people that I believe want to help, but didn't know where to start or who to trust. So that was kind of the the grounds of, okay, what do we build to meet that need? And so we started processing through there's all these needs that don't have visibility. So that specific need in Haiti, I was like, man, I feel like that no one else knew about that, but it was five bucks and it changed a life. I guarantee you if I came home, a thousand people would give $5 and would be able to change a life. So what we did was we were able to um, have this opportunity to say, okay, we have visibility. 
And we need to we need to be able to create a platform that allows visibility to happen to so many different um, organizations that are doing amazing things, but just don't have the vis visibility they deserve. And then the goal of Lift Up was to build a bridge between that and building capacity for people who want to help, but don't know where to start or how to who to trust and all that stuff. So, so that was kind of where we were. Our heads were at as we were starting to build this platform and. And um, as we were building it, LiftUp does three things specifically. So the platform does, uh, the first thing is it allows donors to allocate their own funds. So they have all the power. They come in, there's an a la carte menu of projects from a, an orphanage in India, a water well in Uganda, um, stuff locally we're doing. We're launching a project tomorrow in New York to help people with um, hunger and homelessness. And so mm -hmm. there's ways to help all over the place, but um, it allows people really to choose what they're passionate about. So that's the first thing. They come in allocate their own funds. And then the second thing you touched on is that 100% model. We believe every dollar makes a difference. We saw it happen in Haiti. So we want to maximize impact and make sure every dollar is given away. And so not only do we have a 100% pass through model, but we actually take it a step further and we reimburse credit card fees as an organization. And so in order, so that that's catches a lot of people's attention and helps us put our own skin in the game, let people understand the heartbeat is really to help. Like that's the point of this platform. How can we help as many people as possible. And we've seen a lot of traction from that. Um, so that's the second thing they get a, they get a figure, they get to donate their own funds, wherever they're passionate, hundred percent goes. And then the third thing, which I actually think is the most important is we allow people to see the impact. And so mm -hmm. we link photos, videos, GPS coordinates, the exact amount of people impacted um, to every single project. And then right now we're actually building out lifter profiles. We call our donors lifters and our mm -hmm. heavy donor, our monthly donors are called heavy lifters. So we have, we have fun with some branding, but with that, we're creating lifter profiles for people to not only be able to track how, like they literally are just tracking how many lives they've changed. So we're not worrying about how many dollars are raised. We're worrying about how many lives have you impacted? So um, we're super excited about that as well. And allowing people to really, the point is to connect them to the impact they're making because it's so incredibly significant, but so often they don't get to see it. So we're like, right. man, if we can put this live right in front of them, they can see the difference they're making. I think a lot more people would be excited about giving back. Right. Talk so. a little bit about the, um, how you find a project. Like you mentioned yeah. one's happening in New York city, yeah. uh, starting tomorrow. So how do you find a project, pro project? And I see, um, on the, on your, your website, you have a 12 step certification process before yeah. something yeah. comes into you guys. Totally. So yeah, we actually have a submit a project button on our site where nonprofits are able to submit, um, an application to have a project placed on our website. And a lot of that is through a referral network and through, um, just connections that we have with people doing humanitarian work around the globe. But that it's cool is that network's growing as we're creating kind of um, an increased number of certified project partners that are now in 14 different countries, which is awesome. But, but how we specifically do that is that certification process. So it's a, it's 12 steps. We go through three phases. And so a project comes in, they submit all their information, kind of what they're looking to fund, what the impact is, how they're able to measure and see that impact. And so um, within that though, that, that certification process is key because it allows us to not only make sure that the project is tangible, which is super important, but it allows them to make sure that we're going to be able to provide to our donors exactly um, what the impact is going to look like. And so um, first thing we do is we make sure is it tangible, which we just define as um, increasing quality of life for a community. Then we make sure it's high impact, which most projects are, but, but the, the next two things are actually really key. 
And so we make sure that we locally source everything. And we, we noticed in Haiti, and we had watched some documentaries, one was Poverty Inc. And it really highlighted the fact that you can, you can do charity and actually hurt more than you help. And so we're super cognizant of that. And one example of that would be, so like those shoes in Haiti, right? Let's say we came home, we're super passionate about shoes and we got a thousand people to give us a pair of shoes and then we dropped them in Haiti. Um, two things would happen. The first thing is a bunch, everyone would have shoes, which would be great um, for about three months. And then those American made shoes that aren't made for Haitian terrain would go bad pretty quickly. But more importantly, the local cobbler who makes shoes would go out of business because no one's buying shoes anymore. And so three months later, you've actually hurt the situation more than you've helped because all those shoes have gone bad and the local cobbler now is out of business and no one's able to find a spot to buy shoes. So instead, what we say is, how about we not only locally source everything, but the fourth step is we locally hire as well. So in that situation, how we'd flip that is we would say, okay, let's take this $5,000 project to give a thousand pairs of shoes away. And we're going to give $5,000 to the local cobbler to make a thousand pairs of shoes. Two things just happened. One, we created a job for someone to make money in Haiti, which is awesome. Two, um, well, actually three, because the second thing is those shoes actually were able to be made in Haiti so they can fix them in Haiti and have all that stuff. But the, the leather and everything is built for Haitian terrain. But most importantly, we just stimulated the economy. $5,000 in that village is now going to circulate through the market and the people selling beans and rice and families are able to just have a big boost through that process. And so not only did you help with a project and kids have shoes, but now you've stimulated an economy, created a job, and you've helped in, in multiple facets. So that's, that's one part. And then we make sure once we get beyond that, that they're able to, to do that. We make sure that it's transparent with the photos, the videos, the GPS coordinates, amount of people impacted. But then phase three is where we get pretty, pretty robust, where we make sure everything's sustainable. So that's, that's a big key thing is we don't want to be investing in the impact, right? Unless it's sustainable. So we, we do interviews, we do reference checks, and then we, we look at financial sustainability through previous financials and then operational sustainability is the big one to make sure that the project we're investing into is going to continue to make an impact for years and generations to come ideally. And so that allows then for donors to get those quarterly impact reports of showing how their investment and impact has made a difference over time. Interesting. So I see like um, you've got uh, uh, a lot of uh, different projects up and, you know, a donor can kind of choose between what they might want to be funding that's interesting to them. So um, like talk to me about some of the the stories like the COVID-19, you've done a couple of COVID-19 now medical relief face shields. Yeah. Um, How does that kind of come to fruition how do how do you how does that project kind of come to you yeah yeah that's great and some some of these emergency projects have um come in a little bit different way just as Mm -hmm. we're kind of partnering with a lot of companies to to make this happen um but for i mean this is a great example though so one of our corporate sponsors is called bolger they're a company that um does print and everything and they they shifted Mm -hmm. their focus um to these face shields to be able to create them and and as a corporate sponsor of ours, they were able to put our logo on them. And then we were able to say, hey, we can, these things cost $3 a piece. Let's raise money to, to send hundreds of these to our local hospitals. And so actually yesterday I was just dropped off 330 of them to um, Fairview hospitals here in St. Paul so that they can distribute those as needed. But 
but it's cool because we're, we're partnering with companies to, whether it's feeding kids or medical or whatever the relief effort is, um, to be able to partner with a company helps really kind of maximize and ex exponentially increase the impact that happens with those projects. That's definitely a new model, a model that you don't necessarily see in the nonprofit sector. And, uh, you know, you're definitely starting to demonstrate and show uh, return on investment. Um, I am curious about just what's been, um, so what, how old is lift, uh, lift up again? Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually only 18 months old. That oh, was, wow. Yeah. Okay. How is, um, what's been the biggest hurdle in building, uh, lift up? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think the funny thing about the whole chicken or the egg, what came first, uh -huh. um, it took funding obviously to, to create a model like right. this that's fairly robust and, and it's hard to pitch necessarily a vision of what it's going to look like before it's there. And so at first we kind of had to figure out how to fund the model and it started with your own back pocket because if you believe in an idea enough, that's how it works. And so uh -huh. we started self-funding it. Um, and so that was a little tough at first to figure out how to get the, get it off the ground. But we had some pretty cool stories actually though, along the process that um, like this website was, it was not, not going to be cheap. And there was a pretty significant quote that we got to put this together. And, right. and we ended up having a website company. That's one of the, one of the best in Minnesota hear about the idea and they're called Bionic Giant. And they ended up donating the entire platform where they built our branding and website pro bono, um, uh -huh. which gave us a huge uh -huh. lift. So that was, yeah. that was some, some cool companies that have come alongside what we do, whether it's in kind or financial and, and have helped. But, but with that, I mean, you'll notice too, like our, our website URL is we lift up as opposed to lift up. Cause there's just that that's not available right now. So right. Um, just thinking through some of that stuff, that was a little bit tough trying to figure out how we, how we brand everything and get it put together in a way that's cohesive and, and I actually like the We Lift Up because it talks about, I mean, we do this thing together, whether it's the project partner, the donor, the platform, we right. we do lift up people in need. So so there's a little bit to that that's cool. But but yeah, I mean, you had to it's it's getting the word out, I think is is the toughest thing at first is how do you get people to come to your website? How do you get people to to hear about the brand and get excited about the stories you're telling and and all that stuff. So it started with a lot of boots on the ground of we're, we're running a softball event to get the word out. We're going to this event where we're doing all sorts of boots on the ground work to get um, as much visibility as we can. And so that was kind of the, it's starting to snowball now, but that was the early struggle of how do we get anyone to hear about this? <laughs> right. Right. What is um, what's next? What do you foresee? Um, you know, the, the future, like the, the next, um, year, um, yeah. what would you like to see happen? Um, what kind of things are you working on now to kind of move the, the ball down the field? Yeah, totally. It's a great question. We, we've started investing into the website to add quite a few features. Um, uh -huh. so we're, we're adding, a um, those profiles I mentioned that allows donors to see their specific impact and have just really have a lot of, um, it just increases engagement and allows them to really be attached and linked to the impact that they're making. Um, but mm -hmm. also we're working on um, integrating with companies and allowing them to engage their employees with the turnkey solution, such as this, oh, that cool. allows their employees then to be able to have a giving tool that um, maybe is co-branded with the company and all that good stuff, trying to figure out how we use this model 
to, and that would increase visibility and impact and all that stuff. And so um, definitely excited about the growth we've seen and um, some stuff like that. I know we, we actually won an award the other day for top nonprofit website in 2019, which was crazy. So it was nice. fun to fun to see some of that stuff get traction and help build some some credibility around the brand and the platform. And so now we're really leveraging that to um, really invest into the website and the platform to allow people to have an even more engaging experience as they donate and kind of are attached to that donation. And, and then at the same time, be able to kind of build out that corporate integration model of how do we, how do we allow this to kind of exponentially grow within corporations and, and add value to them because they're looking for ways to engage their employees from a social responsibility um, side standpoint. So yeah, kind of building all that stuff out right now, which is super exciting and trying to figure out the best way to do that and what companies are attracted to as far as what they're looking to, to use as a giving tool and all that good stuff. So I know we, right. we've, we've had some success with a couple companies that are kind of like real estate agents, insurance agents to donate a chunk of commission every time they have a new policy, every time oh. they set a home. And so that's been really exciting. We're just launching that now and have seen some really cool growth and impact from that right away. And that, that feels like just dipping our toes into that integration. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we're, we're super excited to kind of roll that out. Would you be open to, um, uh, let's say, um, other nonprofits, let's say it's, uh, you know, because some, some nonprofits, uh, just because I've been in the nonprofit sector, um, and, and meet with colleagues and, and see what they're some of the things that they're struggling with. And some it's, um, you know, some organizations are old or older. And so the sure. new media and social media is just so hard for them to handle. Yeah. Would you be open to, let's say it's a museum, let's say it's, um, you know, a, a food bank that's been around for a while. Would you be open to like an organization coming up to, you know, lift up and saying, Hey, um, we want to do a project, um, let's say it's, you know, $5,000, $10,000, something that's attainable. And yep. we want, uh, to, to get you on board and help you because you seem to be, you know, you understand, um, how to market and brand so strongly. Would you be open to partnerships with, uh, nonprofit organizations? Yeah, that's actually the majority of what our partners are is those oh, okay. nonprofits. And oh, so, awesome. Yeah, definitely open to that and excited about those. Like the idea is that we can help amplify those needs, right? And so when there's a need and that if it matches, if it meets all of our criteria, then typically it's something we get pretty excited about and help market and and fund like crazy. So what's driving you? You know, it was, it was something you can't unsee what you've seen when you go to Haiti five times and to know that there's billions of there's at least millions, hundreds of millions of kids that are living in just situations that they, they deserve better. They deserve basic needs. They, um, I just, I can't, yeah, I can't sleep at night thinking about the fact that there's kids dying right now because they can't get food and water and knowing that it could be $5 bill between that and them and that happening. And so if we can build a platform that helps that $5 bill get into their hands to potentially save a life, that that's, that gives me all the urgency in the world to get moving. Wow. Is that, and I don't know a lot about um, Haiti and I, I actually, I've not been there. 
Is yeah. it still in um, that dire of a condition because of the, the, the natural disaster and the hurricanes that happened, um, I want to say, five, ten years ago, something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely part of it. But not going to okay. lie, it was, it was like that before that. And uh-huh. it, there's some political instability and corruption that's that's helped lend towards that and some some just agriculture decisions that weren't great either as far as they chopped down all their trees to to sell coal and then they had no more trees left and there's there's just things with the economy that have kind of toppled over themselves but but there's a lot of cool things happening right now that and this sustainable impact of of being able to provide clean water or education or housing or clean energy we've done almost all of those things in Haiti so um and obviously those are kind of our main focuses and we do that in Minnesota and in New York and across the globe and so uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's definitely something that Haiti is in need of. And it's, it's definitely still in that, in that state, but there's some cool solutions that we're helping hopefully be a part of that's going to help create sustainable change for them. Very cool. Shane, I appreciate it. Um, where can, uh, people find lift up and where can people find, uh, yourself on social media? Yeah, well, I appreciate it. We, uh, we've branded most of our platforms as we lift up just because it's available on all, all sites with such a short name. But so you can find us on Instagram at we lift up, um, websites, we lift up.org. Facebook is lift up, Twitter's lift up. And then myself is, is Shane O'Rourke or S H A O'Rourke is my Twitter or my Instagram handle. So that's where we're, we're doing most of the, most of the sharing of the impact. And it's been fun to leverage social media for, for something like this. So Awesome. Please go to weliftup.org slash projects. I encourage everybody to check it out, see all the uh, projects that they've currently got going on and some of the projects that they've funded. And um, it's, uh, it's a really awesome model to show, um, to show impact. And that's what this is all about. Donors are interested in making an impact in people's lives. And they're not just giving money away. It's all about um, return on investment and being an investor into a particular project or organization. And uh, Shane, what's your email? Yeah, it's Shane at WeLiftUp.org. Awesome. So there's any nonprofit organization out there that's interested in partnering with WeLiftUp, please reach out to Shane. And yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and, and being on the program. Yeah, Alex, really appreciate the time. Awesome. That was episode four. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, you can like us on Facebook and Instagram, as well as follow our YouTube page. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify and Anchor. My name is Alex Simon. Thank you.